There was just so much um, around about it. There was so much going on that actually it didn't make sense to um, edit it when I came back to the chat. Grant had so much to say and all of it was useful. So he has an entire podcast on his own. Lucky Grant. Um, The podcast centres around the Mosaic Approach, which is an approach developed by Peter Peter Moss and Alison Clark. Um, It's worth looking at that for any reference material because they do talk about how to collect a whole host of information from our youngest learners. I think the value of this really does lie in that we are meaningfully making use of the information that we are getting from all of our learners, particularly our youngest. And um, it's a great way of making sure that we are valuing the input and making sure that our children from their youngest days have input into their environment. Um, Grant talks about it much more eloquently than I can, so I'll let him tell you how they used it in their setting. Um, Grant is the acting head of centre at um, Craig and Tinney Early Years Centre, and he did this piece of work along with Nicola Creeder, who's currently um, acting head of centre um, elsewhere at the Mo. So, if it's something you think you would like to find out more about, you are welcome to get in touch with me at Bex Carter on Twitter or Rebecca.Carter at edinburgh.gov.uk. I will then happily put you in touch with Grant, who has said he's happy to have anybody to come and um, find out more. Um, But from this moment on, please do enjoy Grant's dulcet tones as we find out more about what they did at Craig and Tinney Early Years Centre. Hello, I'm here at Craig and Tinney Early Years Centre with Grant, the acting head of centre. Hello Grant. Hiya, hiya. So, um, I am here to find out a little bit more about the presentation that you gave at the Early Years Conference. Yeah, of course. Um, well, we were asked um, to obviously present at, at it. Um, it was a wonderful day, it was really, really good and lots of kind of interesting stuff kind of came from it as well, which was wonderful and I really think it was lovely that we could all share our kind of practice with one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, We kind of focused on the space, pace and outdoor play. That's what we our kind of focus was on. Um, If I give a bit of a background about Craig and Tinney, um, we are a service that is a not to three service and we have got um, children obviously from babies all the way up and our spaces are all kind of open um, as well so the children can move freely between the kind of spaces as well. And, um, and that also includes going out into the garden um, as well. We also have two community nurseries that we help manage. They've got the similar kind of feel to what we have here as well in the same kind of ethos, uh-huh. which is Leith Community Nursery and Drummond Community Nursery. And, um, and they're not a not to five service. Um, how we kind of got to where we are today is we had done a piece of work, which um, it was Nicola Creeder, who's the, the head of centre here, that had done a piece of work called the Mosaic Approach, which was by Alison Clark and Peter Moss. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like a multi-method one, which children, which we use children's own photographs, tours and maps. And this can be combined with talking and observing to gain deeper understanding of children's perspectives on places in their early childhood. Okay, so it's about trying to get their point of view, but in a meaningful way. Yes, and it was also kind of seeing how the, how the, how the, the children kind of use the spaces as well. Because okay. 
beforehand, before we had done this piece of work, we had a separate baby room and we had in our preschool. So they were, they were both two kind of separate spaces, but we were kind of observing that some of the children were really, were wanting to, having a closed door, they were wanting to kind of use the spaces, wanting to kind of go out. So this is why this piece of work kind of came about. Okay. Um, and the, I think the idea behind uh, the mosaic approach, just like Clark and Moss explained about bringing all these individual pieces kind of together, using the kind of photographs, tours and maps, to form like a bigger picture as well and it's just like little tiles that they kind of explain and that's how they say it forms like one big mosaic right. yeah um, and these pieces can be quite creative and unique as long as they're kind of suitable for the children and the kind of focus um, the methods that Clark and Moss present um, with individual tiles in their books range from children's conferences and children's use of role play tours and mapping to conversations with staff as well um, and you know these discussions with the adults merely provide an insight into their views and their interpretations of what they feel and think. Okay, so it's a bit like we're trying to get as uh, as wide a cross section of information as possible, but then we still have to interpret it a bit. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, what was quite fascinating from it as well when we kind of done some of our tours as well, we had uh, there was one individual who kind of took us on a tour, and it wasn't just a tour of their nursery; it was of their kind of wider environment. It was really giving a, a real sense of that they knew. The, the space more than what we thought they did as well. Okay. Um, this individual in particular had a child that was at the nursery next door. So in Cretinny, in we have got uh, the early year centre on one side and the nursery and the school on the other. Oh. And she goes, this individual went to the, the nursery next door. So she took us on a tour to go and find her sister. <laughs> and we kind of got, we got to the nursery next door, but her sister wasn't there. She was out of the forest. So we went and then to go and find her sister, but we actually kind of found her, and that was like going out into the playground and off to like the far corner where we've got a kind of area, like a wooded area, okay. where um, where children were kind of doing like Woodland Wednesdays as well, because we do that here um, as well. Um, so it was lovely, it really gave us a real sight that she had a real understanding of her environment, the full environment, and what was there to offer. Um, so I think that was another reason also why we kind of opened up the spaces, because they, they knew what they kind of needed as well. Okay, and so um, maybe she, is it almost like she actually had a, a greater understanding of the environment than you would have thought? So you, yes, yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Um, and we, also, we asked John to take pictures of things that were important to them as well. That was part of the kind of mosaic approach. Mm -hmm. And we had one individual who took pictures of like their pegs, so they had a real sense of belonging as well. And the pegs were outside in the corridor yeah. as well. Um, so normally they kind of hang their, their, their jackets and all that onto their peg, but that was one thing they took a picture of. That was like a really important aspect of what of their of their kind of day, and like it had a real sense of belonging of yeah. where they were. That's weird because I wouldn't really have thought that that would be a key aspect of some of a child's day. But I suppose when you think about it, it yeah. is, it's, it's there. Hello, I'm here. This is exactly. This is my bit. And it, and I, it was, I think it was it was a really it's a it's a lovely way of I mean because. Many nurses have that, but it's the fact that for that child, that was important to them. Mm. And with the, the other child as well, we're done. So we've done with a few children of varying ages as well. Um, and it just gave us a real deeper understanding that, you know, we need to, like, having the, the spaces open, you know, they, they've got access to that all the time as well. Yeah. Um, we also had, like, some non-verbal children that through photographs were able to show us how their day looked and where the interest lay. Okay. Um, and I think you know, children were involved so deeply in their play and, and letting us know and it was what we kind of were seeing from it was about slowing the pace of the day as well and doing it at the child the child's pace. And especially from doing the kind of the videos that we had we had taken. So the children had the iPads uh -huh. and they took us on a tour. <laughs> and 
it was their tour, so they could they could show us whatever they wanted to. But if they were like showing where they were wanting to go, it was brilliant to watch it because quite a lot of the time you were seeing that it was really their feet. Yeah. But even that, like them taking you on a, on a tour outside into the garden, no, they're slashing the puzzles. You're seeing it through the children's eyes. Yeah. And I think that's really important, especially um, when you when we're wanting to create an environment where you know children are kind of leading their plays. Well, we're there to facilitate their learning. Of course we are. Um, but really to kind of have them take you on their kind of tour and see it through their eyes and it's just lovely to watch it and hear the communication <laughs> that, that's kind of coming from that as well uh-huh. um, and I think children found it really, really um, quite interesting. So when you say that you, they took you on a tour, mm-hmm. they, there wasn't an adult with them while they were filming? Well, there was as well. We did have that so the adults were behind it but I'd say they were literally taking you on a tour around it. So they had the iPad and they were kind of going off and they were taking you on the tour, especially going into the garden. And you're kind of seeing it, as I say, seeing it through their level and through their eyes. Um, It's just lovely. It's just just a a lovely thing to do. And it really gives you an understanding of how that that child's day looks as well. Um, And I think that's where, from doing this piece of work as well, that's when we then started opening up our spaces as well so like our baby room um so we've now our rooms are kind of divided we've got the meadow which is our hallway yeah and then we've got the oak room um which is where uh, we have our kind of snack as well it's it's uh, quite a creative space as well for them so like you know they get involved with doing like, you know, like bread making baking <laughs> um as well and it's also it's quite a social thing for the children as well because they can sit down they can have their snack mm-hmm. um with each other and it's all about role modelling as well because we have children with different ages they're learning from one another from yeah. that and I think that's a really huge important um, and then we kind of move into our willow room which is our middle space which is more of like a kind of workshop so we've got our we've got like the water we've got water play in there we've got uh, the workbenches we've got music we've got block play it's a real kind of creative space and all the resources are accessible for children just to kind of access them as they wish uh-huh. as well and as say as I mentioned before it's about us facilitating their learning through that um, as well and then what was the baby room is now our sycamore room it's more of a kind of sensory kind of quiet space as well okay. as well and um, it's it was, um, I think something that we also do here as well it's about it's about the lighting as well like making sure like you've got different feels for the different rooms yeah. as well um because there's times that children maybe require that you know going outside and you know burning off the energy and using their gross motor skills and yeah. but then it's also providing them with a kind of space which is a bit you know a bit quieter where they maybe want to go for like a lie down or explore our kind of heuristic treasure baskets as yeah. well um and I, I think since we've kind of opened it up it really does it flows, it flows really well and it's brought the kind of team together as well because um, we're all like on a monthly basis we do our our planning as well so we kind of rotate as well so the staff can move and it's basically we're working with different staff members as well because okay. if you're in the sycamore room which is our which was our baby room to the garden you, you won't see the staff member for that morning but then when you come back and you're then sharing what's been happening mm-hmm. there's sometimes some links as well which is lovely and then when we do our kind of planning meeting we can then really share what's been happening as well and i think it's really kind of brought the team closer as well and it's also been so beneficial for the children so for your youngest learners how's that what's the impact been for them well I think I think it's been a mutual thing with the younger ones as well as our kind of three-year-olds I mean with because they're kind of mixing we're learning from one another it's talking about like being caring towards our our younger children as well so I think because we have a because it's something that's been opened up um, the, the children can really 
mix and play together and they, we, we, they can all do the same things as well but we can then adapt things also for our younger our, our, our babies for example we can obviously adapt um, as well but it's, it's still giving them the all opportunities the kind of movement the free flow play um, as well and I, I just really think it's been a, a really lovely learning environment for the for the children mm-hmm. I think for all of the children as a whole I think mm-hmm. the fact that the our, our younger ones can learn from the older ones, but our older ones can learn from the younger ones as well. But you know, being gentle and also, but also about yeah, I, th- I think it just got a real homely feel as okay. well. And I think especially if we've got um, siblings that are coming in, we're not splitting them up. They're going into a baby room. They're coming to this room. Yeah. They're all together. They're all playing and learning together. And I think that's that's a huge yeah. plus point. So, were there any sort of challenges on the way to, to opening up your spaces? I think to begin with, it's something. I think you you you. It's really about communication. I think it's very important to have the communication, especially with with staff members as well, to make sure that everyone's on board with it as uh-huh. well, and to explain it. And it was about doing it, not just you know going bang, all spaces open. It's about doing a gradual process, seeing how it's working. Yeah. And I think we had done that really well with the communication that we kind of had. So there wasn't many issues that arised at all and or nothing that could be kind of dealt with kind yeah. of there and then as well. And I think the fact that we had done it on a kind of slow basis, so we did kind of open one of the spaces and then into the willow, so that the babies could then have the mix between. And then it was just kind of a, a natural kind of process that mm-hmm. kind of happened after that. And when we kind of saw how it worked as a whole, it's, I mean, we can take 39 children here in the morning, 39 in the afternoon, and even when we're busy, it doesn't always feel like that because it's quite a yeah. large space that we have as well. Uh-huh. You, the, and the staff can then move between them as well. Like if there's one space, for example, where there's no children in there, they can like move out into the meadow. So for example, in Sycamore, they can, Sycamore, they can maybe move out into the meadow space. Yeah. And then when someone goes back in, they'll move back in. So it's about supporting one another. And, it's, and I really think it's brought the team together with good communication. I think yeah. that's a, a real big aspect that's kind of come from it. It has brought the team together really, really well and quite strong nice. as well. So the, obviously the, the changes came from seeing from the child's perspective. Mm-hmm. So what, have you done anything since the changes to kind of see how children are experiencing the space now or is that still to come? I think that's probably something that's still probably to come. I do think what we're doing, I mean, we, we learn from the children every day. I mean, the, 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 ch- the children are who lead the play and we're there as I say to facilitate the learning and to to bring challenge when we need to bring the challenge in and to be asking the questions and to be involved when we need to be as well but it's about I think for us as well it's about giving children that space to go and explore and to experience and to and to learn Mm -hmm. and we can get involved when we have to it's not always about jumping in I think that's something that we've kind of learn a lot from that, it's about, it's about stepping back, observing what the children are doing, not interrupting their play. Yeah. We do kind of bring them together at the end of the morning and afternoon session as well for about a 15 minute period. Um, but other than that, there's no interruption. And if the child's not ready for that stage just yet, yeah. we've got staff that they can bring them out and we'll support them with that yeah. um, as well. And I think that's something that's really come from it. And I think, I mean, I think every day is a learning day for everybody, <laughs> um, for staff, for, for children, I, I think it's it's something that we are really 
Well, I think I think it's quite an important thing for us to have. Yeah. Um, and to, to know that you know, no two days are the same, and I think that's something that's wonderful within childcare as well. Yeah, no two days <laughs> are the same, and I and I really think that is uh, it makes the job so rewarding. Yeah. It does. It makes it really rewarding. Um, from from my point of view, and I'm sure from the staff's point of view as well. And I think if if we're then just following what the children's interests are, um. You know, and we're providing the quality experiences and providing the environment. If the environment is nurturing for them as well and can bring out the best in them, that's what we want. Yeah, that's sometimes quite nerve wracking, isn't it? That whole role mm-hmm. of the adult thing because it's mm-hmm. quite, uh, I suppose, it's a, particularly for me because I'm coming from a teaching background, yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm there in front of the class here, mm-hmm. and I had to unlearn a lot of that when I came into working in the early years. And then you suddenly think, actually, do you know what it's about? sharing control of the spaces it's about enabling each other Mm -hmm, and trusting the trust element of it is really interesting Mm -hmm. isn't it and supporting the staff as well i think as as a staff team as well we are supporting one another through it i mean we have we have like elka students that are here as well and they are learning from other it's about role modeling as well i think that's a big thing um but we have got students that come in and we we do our um we do like a show around we explain we do an induction with them as well but it's really about getting them being with the children and explaining the the benefits of sitting back and observing. Yeah. You know, uh, and and seeing when we need to when we need to intervene or when we yeah. need to get involved. If the children want you to be getting involved as well, it's it's yeah. not about <laughs> jumping straight in there. Do you know what I mean? It's something just kind of sitting back, and then they'll invite you into their play. Sometimes, as well. yeah. yeah. But you know, I think it's that thing, isn't it? You want to feel like you're doing your job, and sometimes mm-hmm. that you, that actually sitting down and watching mm-hmm. and listening and is hard. the most important bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it is hard, um, but I think it's it's also a skill. Yeah. I think it's a skill as well because as long as we're there um, and supporting the children and we're being responsive to them, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing a responsive planning, we've got our plan um, in place um, as well, but it's following the children's lead with it. Because yeah. I think when, we come, when we're speaking about our planning as well, um, it's not we don't really do anything on the next steps, it's like possible lines of development. It might be, we might have an idea of where it might go and we have these ideas that we bring to the planning meeting, but the children might take it in a completely different direction and that's what we do yeah. but you know and I think that it's just following the children's interests and if we're doing that yeah. then we're providing the quality playing experiences and we're following what, yeah. the, what the children are wanting us to I do I think there's, there's always that there's always two step two next steps aren't there because yeah. there's what we know in terms of our knowledge of child development and the curriculum and whatever to think that okay, actually we need to provide opportunities to practice that skill or to further develop that mm-hmm. but actually the child's next step might be something completely different and it's about that balance and making sure that both of those areas are captured as a yeah exactly interesting okay so if people were interested in finding out more about the approach where should they go well the the book that we've got is it is the peter moss um book and he's frantically looking i'm looking through my notes here Um, yeah, I mean, the book is it's a, it's a really good read. It's yeah. a really good read. 
Um, I love Peter Moss, the other stuff he's written is... Alison Clark and Peter Moss, sorry. I said that to begin with as well. Um, so yeah, no, I, I would recommend certainly having a look at that as well. But by all means, I think it's very important that we kind of share our practice and from doing our things like the conference, mm-hmm. we've got we've had individuals that then came and spoke to us after and they've come for showdowns and seen what we Great. kind of do here as well. But it's not about what we always do here, it's about going out and finding what other people are doing as yeah. well. And I think that's very important. It's very important to go out and to learn from one another yeah. you know I think that's something that as as the council I think that's very important that we, we need to be doing like going out to other places visiting other places yeah. because we can, we've all got stuff that we can share absolutely and I think it's, yeah. across, it's across the whole sector isn't it exactly we've got our partners and our playgroups and childminders and I yeah, think it's, it's exactly, all sharing that exactly because at the end of the day it's all for our kids mm-hmm. isn't it Exactly, but I do think um, for ourselves, we have had a lot of people come out and kind of visit ourselves. So I would certainly say as well, if they want to do it and come out and see that, um, I know that um, Nicola as well had done a, a floor book as well in the Mosaic Approach as well, so she's got, so she's got that too. So by all means, just get, get in, in contact, touch. get in touch with us. Super, yes. and if you don't have Grant's email address, you can get in contact with me and I will pass you through. Perfect. Grant, thank you very much for taking the time to speak. No problem at all, it's been a joy. <laughs> Grant there, it's actually a really daunting prospect being um, interviewed for a podcast and bless him, it was a fab conversation, I really enjoyed it and hopefully it wasn't too terrible for him either. Um, as he said, anybody across the sector is welcome to get in contact, please do. My details are at bexcarter at Twitter, uh, at Twitter or rebecca.carter at edinburgh.gov.uk and I will happily put you in touch with Grant and we can hopefully share some practice from there. If you have anything that you think is um, a piece of work that you're really proud of or something that's happened in your setting that's really been successful for your kids, please let us know. It would be great to come and hear about it so we can share that practice. Um, and perhaps I can come and hassle you for the next podcast. Thanks again to Grant, thanks to all his team, and thank you for listening. Cheerio bye. <laughs>